0: Welcome, everybody, to the Must Read Alaska Show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. Man, it is a cold one out there today. I think it's maybe negative 10 at my house uh, this morning. And uh, for folks that listen, watch, and read Must Read Alaska, we want to thank you. If you want to help keep the lights on here at Must Read Alaska, just go to mustreadalaska.com. On the right-hand side, there's a little donate button. Every $5, $10, $100 helps keep the lights on here at Must Read Alaska. And if you want to sponsor the Must Read Alaska Show, You can email me, John, J-O-H-N, at mustreadalaska.com. For those that missed yesterday's episode, you're going to want to go back and watch it. Uh, Former Governor Eric Greitens was on the Must Read Alaska show. He was Time's most uh, Time magazine in 2013 and 2014, um, most 100 influential persons. And I think in 2015, he was Forbes' top 10 leaders, political leaders. He's just a phenomenal guy um, who has... Still some things to do left here on the world, in the world while he's here on the earth. And so he's not done yet, and he kind of shares what's next for him in his life. And is very excited. So go back and check that one out. And we have a very special guest today, actually, as well. Nikki Rose, who is running for something here in the state of Alaska, which we'll get into later. She has been the chief of staff for a senator. She's been on different community boards. She's very, very involved. In not only politics, but um, in Anchorage. She's involved with with stuff in the community that's happening there in Anchorage. Um, And uh, welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show, Nikki Rose.
1: Thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate you having me on today.
0: So you are running for something, and we're going to get into that in a second. But I think it'll be fun for folks to hear a little bit about what you've done in the past because you bring a wealth of experience to the that you're running for. So talk to me a little bit about one of your recent things that you, you did when you were the Chief of Staff for Senator, Senator Roger Holland. How was that experience? Tell me some of the highlights. Give us a little peek behind the curtain.
1: Absolutely. I was in Juneau working for Senator Roger Holland as his Chief of Staff and we had an incredible session. We worked really hard. We caucused with the Republicans, and my boss was phenomenal. We had a great team, um, lots of uh, great experience, both new and old faces. And uh, we. my boss was chair of Senate Education. That was where we started. And with his background, he was a biologist and worked really hard to make education better for our state. By holding the line and solid Republican values in that arena, and we worked really hard to get the Alaska Reads Act passed, which was phenomenal. Um, we just had an update that on that yesterday, and um, Dr. Bishop was giving that update, and we also uh, were given a position. My boss was very um, very eager to help and to learn new things, and so. He was given also Senate Judiciary. So um, as staff, it's my job to be behind the scenes and to work to make sure he has everything he needs research wise and to make sure our team runs and the office runs really smoothly. And to keep in contact with constituents back home in Anchorage. Um, He he actually had a huge district uh, all the way from Woodier Portage all the way out to um, the hillside and East Anchorage. So I really enjoyed that opportunity. And I'm really sad that we're not back in Juneau this, this session.
0: <laughs> but you have something maybe that's uh, maybe not more important, but something that you're doing now that you're running for the Alaska Republican Party chair. Tell me about the moment that you thought, I might put my name in the hat for this. Take me back to that moment.
1: You know, it was actually a long time ago when I wanted to get involved in the party and I was planning, how can I be most helpful with my skill set? And I thought in order to do that job as Republican Party chair, um, that I definitely think is a very important position. There are some skills and uh, I think most recently I realized um, the time was so crucial when we had ranked choice voting come in mm. and wiped out our Senate, uh, caucus for the Republicans. I saw that coming down to a couple of my former bosses. Um, they're no longer in the Senate and I knew the timing was, uh, immediately needed, um, for leadership to, to, to step forward. Um, you know, I'm I'm young and energetic, and I knew I had a skill set that was unique, uh, especially because I've worked not only in Juneau, in state legislature as staff, um, so behind the scenes, but I also have helped with campaigns, because that's a lot what the Republican Party chair does, is they help vet candidates and get campaigns started and giving tools to those district leaders. But also, I've also worked... Um, in local municipal uh, positions that have helped kind of feed that, that next step along the way. So I've seen kind of the grassroots effort. That's my goal is to get towards leading our our party.
0: That's awesome. So let's say it's a year from now, you're the the Republican party chair here in Alaska. What are some things that you're going to want to implement year one as the new chair, maybe what, you know, What's one of the things you're gonna focus on?
1: Well, my vision definitely is to take the legitimacy of the party and rebuild it, rebuild the the base, rebuild the funds and rebuild every single part to make it better and stronger and and to be more effective. Um, what I'd like to see and and do and implement is to recruit candidates vet those candidates work with the candidates that we currently have because we have a great house right now uh i don't need to tell you how great kathy tilton is doing as speaker Mm -hmm. of the house but having a republican in those key positions is so crucial um i was there with my boss when we had a republican in the senate president's office and senator machiki uh As you know, your current mayor, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah. So he actually was really instrumental in pulling in a great caucus and and forming a solid Republican caucus. Um, So getting those senators uh, back in in office and making sure that the Republicans continue working hard. I think working on local elections like Mm -hmm. Senator Machiki has done, becoming mayor, um, is really crucial. So, we have uh, my husband and I are hosting a fundraiser for Mayor Bronson on Friday. Um, We also have, you know, that incredible, important uh, school board races across the state. We've got um, city council races. We call them assemblies here in Anchorage. Um, Refocusing on those local elections is really going to be crucial. And of course, my big one is repeal ranked choice voting. And we need to back the candidates that the Republican party endorses. We can no longer stand by candidates who have not been endorsed by the Republican party I'm working really hard to, to get them um, vetted and, and elected.
0: I think that's great. You know, we, I think one of the things in Alaska that is awesome is we have a lot of very robust local districts, Republican party districts. Yes, And I, th- I think that, um, One of the things that's been lacking, you know, in the last couple of years, maybe three or four years, has been that help from leadership uh, as, you know, these districts, oftentimes, I can just speak for myself, feel like we're on a little island on their own. Exactly. um, I think that that's a breath of fresh air that you're wanting to provide some leadership to that because you have all these districts and I think we could... Accomplish a lot more if we worked a little bit together. So,
1: yeah, well, I felt that same way when I was and I still am working with my district. Um, We are hugely successful when we work together and bring unity together because it takes everyone. I can't do it all. You can't do it all. No single candidate can do it all. And so that's why I've had great success working as a team and building teams and and growing that base.
0: That's awesome. So. Talk to me a little bit about what the election looks like, because I think that's very intriguing for a lot of folks. Um, Yes. For registered Republicans, what does that look like to elect a new party chair? Walk me through kind of some of those steps.
1: Imagine, um, if you will, this is like a Super Bowl for me, so I'm I'm so excited. (laughs) Super Bowl is on February 11th for most people, but the Republican convention is coming up. And if you have noticed... We also have a presidential preference poll. Um, So those two things kind of work in tandem. And leading up to that, we have our district conventions. So you and I, we all live in our districts and there's 40 of them in the state. And each district is gonna hold their own conventions after the presidential preference poll. And at that point, you and I can be asked to be a delegate. So we can say, I'd like to be a delegate for my district to represent my district to the state convention and then once we attend and participate in that local district convention we can go on in april to the state convention and that state convention is over the course of a couple days and it's going to be this year in anchorage which is fantastic for me because i'm here in anchorage um, on the road system which will be convenient and that convention will be one where all those delegates get to vote. So how to become a delegate? You go to your district convention, mm-hmm. you sign up, you say, I'd like to be a delegate. And then the, the district decides who they send to represent them to the state convention. And then over the course of those couple days, you get to work on the party platform. You get to meet speakers. You get to, you really get to work on Republican things in order to, to have fellowship with other Republicans, to invigorate other Republicans to get our party in line for what the next step is, which is National Convention, which is where Alaska sends their delegates to the National Convention. So it's just one part of the bigger picture, which ultimately leads us to picking our president and ultimately, hopefully, securing a Republican victory for the next election.
0: So our new party chair will be picked in April and we'll that person then start that day after they're, um, voted on?
1: You know, I don't know the actual timing of it, but I imagine there would be some onboarding that would yeah. be really helpful. You know, if our current chair, um, were willing and able, uh, to help transition that, because I've never been party chair before. Um, as, as we all know, the, the timing of that would be super helpful to have, um, the party chair, the current leadership, all the different people who are are past uh, party chairs like Peter Goldberg and uh, Tuckerman, and you know just a plethora of people that we have in our in our state that are a wealth of information to help onboard would be really helpful. But yes, I plan to hit the ground running.
0: Nice. So, are you hopeful, optimistic for Alaska's future, or are you weary and why?
1: I am hopelessly optimistic because I have to be. My my sons, I'm raising them here. My husband owns a business here. It's our family business and we intend to stay. I was born and raised here. And we have to get our economy back up. We have to energize our base. And I'm seeing so much potential. Uh, we have great candidates. We have men and women who are talented, who are smart, who are moral and they have a great direction. But what we don't have is we don't have them being tapped for leadership positions. So starting them out at that local level, like I mentioned, and getting them involved in that local level, uh, we wouldn't have had Mayor Bronson if we hadn't done that. Those are the kind of people that we want to aspire to the next office. That's how we got a lot of our legislators now. they worked their way up.
0: Do you think the Republicans have a chance of putting a Republican as a, you know, we only have one congressional slot. Do you think yeah. there's a chance of putting a Republican in that slot? This, this I think election we do. Cycle?
1: Yes, my husband and I are hugely supportive of getting a Republican in Congress. It's our one seat. We've held it for almost 50 years as a Republican. And we can put a Republican back in that office if we work hard and stay unified. We must do that. We must get candidates um, together. We must have those conversations. We just saw that same thing happen in the presidential election where candidates came on board. They were all excited. And then they coalesced around one candidate. We did the same thing um, locally in Anchorage when Mike Robbins supported Mayor Bronson. And that's Mm -hmm. how we win.
0: Yeah, she's going to be tough to beat. That's all I can say. I haven't met a person that's ever met her that doesn't like her. So um, it'll be an interesting race for sure. I definitely will be voting for the person that's on the Republican on the ticket. But that's right. um, Man, it's uh, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how it plays out. So, um, Nikki, any last minute thoughts here? 20 minutes has went by in a flash like we talked about. The floor is yours. Any last minute thoughts here on your uh, race for the Alaska Republican Party chair?
1: Here's what I want you to hear from this is I would love for everyone watching to get involved at their party level, whether they vote for me or not. I want you to get involved in your district level, because what we're seeing is the more people involved, the more unified we can become in having our party platform as our forward focus. I think it's crucial to winning back those seats. And I know people are working hard for the party. I know they are working hard for individual candidates, but what we don't see is them working together. And so that's why we have things like ranked choice voting. So if we work together and get involved in our district levels and get involved in the Republican Party, I promise you we can work together to win.
0: Awesome. Well, Nikki, I really appreciate you coming on the Must Read Alaska show. And look forward to seeing what happens in April. Um, best of luck to you. You're welcome back on anytime. And and uh, if and when you win after April, we'd love to have you back on to talk about what you're going to do now that you're the Republican Party chair. And uh, you know, I'll give folks, uh, put in some links here into the podcast description, just of our party platform and those kinds of things so people can go check it out. And I do also want to encourage folks to get involved in their district um, because that's really where the secret sauce happens is local politics. I think local politics, in my opinion, is the best form of politics. It's where you can literally show up and make a difference. So, um, yes. I want to thank everybody that listens, watches, and reads must read Alaska. If you want to sponsor the must read Alaska show, you can email me, John, J O H N at mustreadalaska.com, And we'd love to have you sponsor the show for folks that have missed yesterday's episode. I want to encourage you to go back and check out uh, the episode with, um, Governor Eric Greitens, really powerful episode uh, really, really a, a war hero, Navy SEAL turned governor that now turned does hu- humanitarian aid all over the world, and talks about um, just some things that he's done in his life that are pretty phenomenal. So go back and check that out. And I think this Friday, which is in two days, we'll have Senator Dan Sullivan on the Must Read Alaska shows show. Uh, that'll be a special treat. Until next time, I'm John Quick from somewhere. In Alaska. Thank you so much, Nikki, for joining us. I really appreciated it.
1: Thank you so much.